Welcome to the Agree to Disagree show, a show that discusses news, politics, and pop culture with your host, Luigi C. I want to see how many people I can agree to disagree with. We will try to solve life's great mysteries. Why is the sky blue? Why do we lean left or right? Why are we all nuts? Let's start the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode two of the Agree to Disagree live show podcast. How's everyone doing tonight? Um, Guys, tonight I have a special guest, but before I go into my intro, let me remind you we are going live on uh, YouTube at Luigi Costanza and on Facebook at Agree to Disagree show. So you could get us there. Uh, you can uh, put in your comments, you can, um, uh, any questions that you may have for myself or for my special guest that I'm going to introduce now. So uh, it's so good to be with you guys this week. We had a blast last week with our first show with Eric Johnson again. Let me say thank you again. A shout out to Eric. Uh, So without further ado tonight, episode two of the Agree uh, Agree to Disagree live show is a good friend of mine. Uh, we met because we have a, we, we share a mutual love of the Boston Bruins. And uh, that's exactly how we met, basically a Boston Bruins fan club. And um, so I got to know this uh, special guest uh, over the last couple of years. And uh, he asked me, Lou, I got to be on your show. So, so before I introduce him again, is guys, I, well, I'm going to put this into context because see, Jared and I are friends, and we have agreed that we could disagree on many things. But the the principle here is the outlying issue of this show is that we could have a dis- difference of opinions, okay, and still remain friends and still remain respectful and treat each other as humans, and everybody's entitled to their opinion. Let me repeat that again. We can agree to disagree, guys. So here he is. He is a shaman, a healer, an exorcist, a medium, clairvoyant. He is Jared Heaven's messenger. What's up, buddy? My man, Luigi, how you doing? Thank you for having me on. Oh, bro, thank you for being on, man. I'm so excited. It's uh, it's a pleasure, and uh, for such a wonderful opportunity, I have my Romeo and Julieta. I could cigar. see that. I could I see have, that, and we're going to uh, do... Are we- are we going to do a cheers? A nice glass of Talisker. Salute. Cheers. So, look, look, I got I got the coronavirus. <laughs> My friend, you better quarantine yourself for 14, 28, 50 days, or whatever I... it is, because they changed their goddamn story every second day anyway. <laughs> cheers, buddy. Cheers. Salute. Okay, so Jared, before we start, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, this is this is such an am- amazing story. Last week, okay, this is back. To, I didn't tell you this. I was saving it for tonight. We had back to back situations. So one night, I had a friend of mine, of my wife's, 
over. And we're just talking uh, about, you know, wanting to perhaps, um, you know, wishing, you know, did you ever wish Luigi, did you, you know, my mom passed away? As you know, did you ever think that, you know, you could speak to your mom? And she goes, I would love to. And, and somebody, I was talking to somebody at work about it. And this person at work says, you should go see this, um, this uh, uh, medium clairvoyant. I said, he, he's very popular in this and that. I go, hold on. I said, is his name Jared? She says, yes. Why? You know him. I said, of course I know him. <laughs> but wait. The, the, okay. The, so that, this is one evening. The next morning, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm having a coffee with a friend or a discussion with a friend. And we're talking. And she says, we're having a, he, he's, he's, he, sorry, he, he's talking about, he had this disagreement with his, uh, with his sister, but I'm not sure exactly what. And, and he, and, and she brought up, he brought up my video that I did. And then she brought up, yeah, well, I said, I saw this other video. He has uh, millions of views and his name, I go, let me guess. His name is Jared. <laughs> I swear to God, this is within less than 12 hours of each other. That's amazing. Is that amazing? Listen, I don't believe in coincidence. Uh, just so you know, I did a long distance service today for somebody. Okay. But and, uh, I said, what is your last name? Mm -hmm. She tells me her last name. I said, are you related to this person? Because I went to high school with this person. She mm -hmm. says, it's my son. <laughs> a client. Yeah. I have no, no clue to her last name. It ended up being someone I went to high school yeah. with, okay? And, and as you know, many of my clients, probably most, are from the wonderful Italian community. Mm -hmm. uh, as you know, I'm an honorary paisan. Yes, and you maybe are. maybe there's some people who want to disagree, but... Uh, no, no, well, no, I don't think... Okay, my matzo balls are just as good as cannolis. Ja Jared, and, wants to uh, be, Jared wants to be a Sicilian Jew. Let's, let's, let's call it a spade a spade. Come on, Jared. Listen... Not everyone's Jewish, but not everyone's perfect, my friend. <laughs> Listen, thank All God right. I, I grew up I grew up with Italians. I love Italians. Most of them love me. Uh, the ones who don't, well, we can agree to disagree. Uh, but, but at the end of the day, Italian people go by reputation. Okay? They follow a certain code. And I'm not perfect. I'm just a human. I can no. only do the best I can do with the gift I have. No I never claim to solve all the problems. But my reputation is good in the Italian community because I'm an honest man. I give 100% and I'm not here to screw anybody. And most of the time, I provide a service that benefits the people who come to see me. Okay. So, so I'm, I'm happy that you've run into people. You know, a lot of people have seen me anyways. Yeah. So on that note, I, I just want you to give a... You know, the first, uh, I, I decided to make this show a little bit, the, the first half hour, let's say, about the guest. I want people to know you, your gift, what so you do. So like my t-shirt, I'm repping Jared Evans. I love it. I love it. I love it. So so tell me, tell me, not just, let me let me guide you a little bit. I'm so jealous you're having a cigar, by the way, but that's, that's another story. I can't have one because I'm inside the house and you're in your office, lucky bum. And I've been to that office and I've had a cigar in that office with him. But tell you me. You Yes, I have. So tell me, for the people watching, okay, what is it you do? How did this gift come to you? And what I honestly want to know, and maybe if you can, uh, is just give me a, or, or are all people watching, 
uh, a difference between what is a shaman, what is a healer, what is an exorcist, what is a medium, and what is a clairvoyant. Because, you know, that's a lot, right? That's, that's a lot to... To, to digest and, and and so before you go into that i just want to, our first comment of the night angela torti says hi jared nice to see you if you've never met angela and i'm not saying it only because i've met her her and her brother are yes. two of the classiest nicest people you're ever going to meet i've never i never had the pleasure but uh nice uh, thank you angela thanks for joining us this evening and uh thanks for watching uh so jared Tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where did you get this gift? A little bit of the difference of all those things uh, that you've, that you're doing. Well, I'm going to take a quick opportunity to say uh, that for those who can't, you know, there's only so much I can say. Uh, I do have a book, which uh, two years later still has a five-star rating on Amazon and it can be found on my website. So anyone well, who does want to know more and it's cheap as dirt, I think it's $16 on Amazon. Okay. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that later. Okay, so look, I'm born with the gift that I have. I knew uh, as a child I was different. I could see things. I could talk to things. I could feel good. I could feel evil. Uh, I knew that I could see things and have an understanding and a knowing that other people couldn't. Okay? Okay. But I never really did much until I got older. As a kid, you want to play. As a teenager, you want to meet girls. Or for those into boys, you, you want to get drunk. You want to smoke a joint. Uh, you want to get through school, you want to start working, so you don't really pay as much attention to what's going on. It's as I got older and this feeling got heavier on my shoulders, I realized that I had a mission, there was something different, and I needed to figure out what it was. So to make a long story short, I'm born with the gift, but it was only as I became a young adult, a young man, that I started to understand that there was more to it. I sought someone out, I got a name, I found him, uh, it's in my book, strangely enough, the guy was waiting for my phone call. Never spoken to the guy before. He even told me, he says, you're, you're the Jew I've been waiting for. <laughs> I said, bro, I haven't even told you my name. <laughs> you're, the, he was waiting for my you're the Jew I was waiting for. <laughs> straight up. Straight yeah. up. Native I know you're an American guy, and I'm very fond of natives. Uh, you know, I got the eagle tattoo. Yeah. I have a, ba a little bit of a native background. Okay. And we got along, and he helped me to understand what I had, who I was, more importantly, how I could properly manifest it, develop it on the right path. And this is something that's very important. There's a lot of people who might be able to do what I do in different shapes and forms. I'm not the only one, okay? Uh, there's maybe not as many people who could do all the things uh, that I could do because I'm a vessel. I, my body becomes the vessel for heaven, so it allows me to do different things, okay? okay? We'll get to that in a second. But there's a lot of people who could do things the thing is, when you open up to the spirit world, it's very beautiful, but it's also very dangerous. As we discussed before, there's good and there's evil. And that's yes. why a lot of people in the spiritual industry behind closed doors will come to me for help. Okay? Because well, we, we, we've had this discussion. I can do that others won't attempt to do. So a clairvoyant, it's like a psychic, but I don't like the term psychic. Okay. Okay. Clairvoyant, I get visions, I see things. Okay. I'm not a fortune teller. I don't tell people what they want to hear. We don't live in Disneyland. Okay. <laughs> and when someone tells me I don't want to hear anything bad, get out of my office. Go see a fortune teller. Go see someone. They'll pull you whatever card you want them to pull you. And today. they'll tell you. And they'll tell you anything for what for a buck. So it's all good, right? You don't want to hear what I want to say. That's fine. Give your money to somebody else. No problem. A medium is someone who speaks to someone who's passed on. 
Yes. Uh, I did a couple sessions today long distance, and I'm going to tell you something. It doesn't always work. Uh, you know, even Bob Yor had an off game here or there. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about uh, that. But... Ten times, I tell people they okay, maybe never had an off game. <laughs> Nine out of ten times, I tell people information about loved ones that would be impossible, even would I do research, which I don't, would be impossible. A shaman, I don't like the term healer, okay? okay. A shaman is a, is a medicine man. Each tribe or indigenous people has their version of a medicine man. Yes. So if you want, you can call me a medicine man. Okay. I've helped some people who were very sick, some who couldn't walk. Some were going blind. And again, like Padre Pio used to say, I have a picture of him on the wall. Like Father Andre, St. Joseph's Oratory used to say, we're vessels. Sometimes yes. it works and sometimes it doesn't. I'm not Jesus. I can't touch somebody's forehead and poof, everything disappears. Uh, people call me, uh, can you heal me? I have 17 different diseases. You think one session will be enough? Whoa, wait. <laughs> you want me to walk on water also at the same time? Okay. <laughs> And, and, uh, and, do, an and do a couple of flips. Uh, you yourself have seen some of the videos that I've shown you. Uh, some of them you didn't even want to finish watching because it's out of a movie, a horror movie. Pretty and much. When someone's family member is speaking foreign languages, the eyes are black, they're climbing the walls, uh, they're doing their bodies contorting in ways that should... I generally get the phone call and I have an extremely, extremely high success rate. No one has ever died like you see in the movies. No one has even ever gotten hurt in any of my sessions. I kill demons. That's why I'm also a haunted house specialist. When things are moving in somebody's home, I generally get the phone call. Okay? And again, my success rate is phenomenal. I, I like to say that if companies would have the success rate that I have, they'd be doing very, very well. If I was selling pizzas, I'd have the record for selling pizzas. <laughs> So, okay. so let me ask, let me ask you this. Okay. For all the people and rightfully so, and I'm sure you're going to agree with me uh, on this is what, what do you say? What do you say to the skeptics? What do you say? Because I, I, I mean, I, 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 I'm by the faith by saying, if you believe, you believe, I think I honestly grew up. I, I, I truly believe that everybody in their life um, needs to believe in something. Or need to know, for example, that once a loved one has passed on, uh, that you could still their, their their soul still lives on, you know. And I, I'll be honest with you, I never made that attempt after my mom died, and, and I was twenty one years old. But fuck, man, would I love to speak to her, you know, one last time if I could. You know where to come. <laughs> yeah, it, and so so, my question to you is, and you know, and even myself, I gotta say, I, I you know, I could doubt it. We could agree to disagree. What do you say to the skeptics? What do you say to the non-believers, to the people that say, I don't know. I, I don't know how to phrase the question. I'll be honest with you. I think I, I know I, your question. Yeah. Let, let me answer it for you. Okay. Yeah. First of all, there's a difference between a skeptic and someone who's closed-minded. And let me reference by saying this: that for me, someone who's closed-minded, not just about what I do. But someone who's closed-minded in general, that they feel their answer has to be the right one, there's no other possible thing, truly, I don't have respect for these people. I don't care if you're a genius. I don't care if you're a billionaire. In life, the moment we believe, 
that we have the answer and something else is not possible, we've become a fool. And we, we'll talk about what you just asked me, but for 30 seconds, just to reference, I don't want to get into the details unless you decide you want to talk about it later. But the current situation we're in right now with the lockdown, and there's yeah. a lot of theories going out there. We will, we will. Know, I predicted a lot of this over 25 years ago. Before lockdown, I told everyone what was coming. It's all come to pass. We won't get into the crazier stuff that I've talked about right now. But for me, someone who says impossible, any of these theories must be impossible. I know better it's impossible. I have a problem with that. As I told you before, I saw a meme today that said Noah, we're talking about from Noah's flood, Noah was a conspiracy theorist until it started to rain. <laughs> they all thought it was freaking nuts I like until that they were drowning and he was on the boat with the animals. Okay? So my point is in life, it's healthy to at least be open-minded. Being a skeptic is fine. I teach my kids to question everything, which is why I don't believe what the government tells me. I don't believe what the media tells me. And over yep. the last few months, I've been proven that maybe I'm smart to question what it is that they're telling me because things simply don't make sense. I teach my kids the same. My best clients, the ones who have supported me the most and referred me the most people, were skeptics. And I'm going to tell you why. Well, a for sure. Yeah. Still open minded. A skeptic leaves a little bit of room. You know what? I don't believe, but who knows? Maybe this guy can do this shit. What yeah. do I have to lose? Yes. So when I'm able to do the shit that they didn't think I could do, they're blown away. Someone who comes here, and I know 50 people who saw you, I expect you to do a miracle. I know you're going to do it. If I do it, they're happy, but they're not blown away. Yeah. Someone who's a yeah. skeptic who doesn't expect it, and then it happens, then all of a sudden, whoa, it's shocking. So I love skeptics. I love when someone comes in and says, you know what? I'm not sure I believe, but I'm willing to give it a shot. You've come to the right place, my friend. Well, you said it perfectly because I find with anything, any skeptic or any person that says, oh, forget it. You're not going to give me good service, Luigi Costanza or Jared. Um, and then you turn around and you you prove them completely uh, completely wrong. They become your biggest fans, right? And, and they refer to people. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's what I've that's what I've learned now. And more importantly, most is, of my clients from the Italian community are word of mouth. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you know it. We. I'm perfect, but I'm able to do certain things that they didn't expect or they were happy with. So they tell other people who are willing to give it a shot. Yeah. And I'm not surprised so that you. That's what I tell a skeptic. What do you have to lose if you're open-minded? You leave one percent of that door open. Yeah, that's all I need. And and I'm and not. If I, and if I can't prove you wrong, you've lost nothing anyways. That's true. That's true. Except uh, no, except you have nothing to lose, right? I mean, you only you only lose if if you have something to lose. There's nothing to lose there in, in that case. And you know, I've always, I've always, as I grow older, uh, I say this, and I and I said, and I said this to you. Me and you disagree on a lot of things. But as I get older, I want to try to understand why do you feel that way? I want to really genuinely understand why you feel that way. And that, that just doesn't go for you. It just goes for anybody else because I, I don't have all the answers. I have a big mouth, but I don't have all the answers. 
Everything I believe is not is not true, is not accurate, is not whatever. I have my beliefs, and everybody has their beliefs, of course, and morals. Um, but everybody's entitled to their opinion. But that's that's what I'm trying to get. This is the, the, the essence of this show, and, and I'm so happy to do it with you tonight because we agreed that, yeah, man, we don't we don't agree on on everything. We we love the same cigars, we love the same alcohol. We love the same hockey team, but we're not going to agree on everything else. And that's fine. We love cannolis. We, of course, we love cannolis. Yeah, I, I, I'm too much right now, but, you know, that's, that's another story for another day. Um, so um, so be, before we go, we, we get into our discussions in terms of some, some topics that we, I chose for tonight, um, how could people get in contact with you um, and for your services, for your help? What is the best way? How does it work? Honestly, uh, the, the way that I prefer the most is via my website where they can choose whatever services might interest them. Okay. Uh, they put in their information and I get an email. What happens is, look, I, I'm blessed. I work very hard at what I do. Uh, I've gone out of my way to make a difference for a lot of people. Uh, I make tremendous sacrifice. I'm not here for anyone that pity for me. I don't want anyone to pat me on the back. Uh, if people truly understood all the sacrifices I make, including the stigmata uh, that I suffer, that people in my office have witnessed the marks on my body and me screaming in pain, uh, I sacrifice to do what I do to help people. I get paid for it. I have kids to feed, so I'm not complaining. Okay? Uh, but I'm blessed. I, I have followers in over 60 countries. I have been contacted for my services by people in over 60 countries from as far away as India, Australia. Dubai, Japan, China, Venezuela, you name it, even the islands in the South Pacific. So I get hundreds of messages every day by Facebook, by this, that. So I tell people, if you're serious and you're honestly thinking about maybe using my services or at least inquiring if my services will be right for you, yeah. the best way is by website because it's impossible for me to go through the messages, and sometimes people spend 15 minutes telling me their life story. I've never met them before, but they have to tell me their life story before asking me a question. So, okay? I'd love to hear everyone's life story, but with five kids of my own, <laughs> we, I have guy, enough life stories. Okay? Guys, just, just, so, just to do a test run for this show, <laughs> it took us three days. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't find the time between clients that I was doing long distance, my kids, yeah. the schoolwork on Zoom. Okay, so yeah. if someone is truly interested, they can check out my website. I have tons of info there. Sure, sure. Uh, What's the website? My book here for 15, 16 bucks. But if they contact me by the website, I will absolutely get back to them and see if my services are for them. And I've turned okay. people away. I've said, look, I don't think I'm what you need, but we'll pay you. We'll pay you whatever you want. It's not about money. Either I think I can help you or I, or I don't mm. think I can help you. So what's your, what's the, the just say the website because I'm I'm gonna share the website after when we share the show on YouTube and on Facebook Live after very uh, very simple yep JaredHeavensMessenger.com okay perfect okay. Jared Heavens, it's in English it's in French it's in Spanish and I'm working on Italian <laughs> you love those Italians don't you all right Can't so I know I know. Uh, Ready to get into the topics? 
You throw out the topics. Let's. I'll, I'll tell you what I think. Let's do it. Before we do, I uh, want to shout out to uh, Tony Aversano, good friend of mine, Bruins fan, saying hi to us. Hi, Louis. Hi back, hey, Tony. Ciao, thanks Tony. for thanks for watching, guys, and also share the share the live uh, broadcast as well, eh? Uh, on uh, Facebook Live or YouTube. So um, when I was putting the show together, uh, I had some topics, but obviously like something happens in life, a topic came to mind, and this is going to be my first topic tonight um, because it, um, for those that know me, enraged me, uh, angered me. You angry? Come on. <laughs> uh, made me sick to my stomach. And we, we briefly discussed this prior to, to the tonight's show. Um, so I'm going to play a little clip. I'm not going to play the entire clip because it's, it's disgusting, but just to put people that are not aware into context. So uh, I, I can't watch anymore. I'll be honest with you. I really can't. Uh, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. I just, I just, I just, you know, wanted to put people into context. So basically, a 45-year-old uh, black male by the name of uh, George Floyd in Minneapolis was stopped by the cops for apparently writing a bad check, Jared. Okay. And you said the word right, apparently or allegedly. Yes. Okay. That's uh, for ten dollars, I believe. I'm not sure the amount. If it is $10, it, it, makes, it makes me even more angry. But uh, so as you saw in the video, uh, and at no time did, the police, uh, did this person become violent because they have different angles prior to this when he had him on the floor in which for about almost 10 minutes, the police officer had his knee into the back of his neck. And keep in mind that Mr. Floyd was handcuffed. So at no time was he a risk to any officer. You had two bystanders begging, begging the police officer to check his vital signs and to stop it and to at least grab him up. He was begging for his life. He was consistently saying, I can't breathe. Please don't kill me. I could get up. Let me get up. I'm calm. Please let me get up. The police officer did not move. Did not move. And then you had the other fucking bozo, excuse my language, just standing, standing there and not doing anything. Okay? So now I'm, I'm not here to shit on police officers. I have a lot of friends that are police officers, but I'm sorry. This is bloody murder. Period. There's nothing to be sorry about. It, it is absolutely murder. Uh, these are thugs with badges and guns. Uh, this goes on all the time. Uh, it happens here too, but obviously not at the same level it does in the States. Let's, let's no. be honest here. Um, 
specifically black males, but Hispanics as well, uh, get targeted and murdered every week in the United States. And I don't want to shit on cops either. I have friends and clients who are cops. I've had uh, members of the SQ, the Montreal Police Force, the RCMP come to me for services. I had family that were very high up that even did some work with extremely high up. I don't want to say yeah. what. Yeah, I know um, that. I come from a military and a police background with family and, and friends. But murder is murder. And I've always said that these people, even if the guy wasn't handcuffed, you're four, five, six of you. The guy doesn't have a gun. No. If you're properly trained and you're not a thug and you're not a coward, and you're not a racist, you can take the man down with very little damage to the man. And what frustrates me, and again, there are good cops, but what frustrates me is there are white people that commit mass murder who get taken away with kid gloves and handcuffs, they don't have a bruise or a scrape on them, and a black guy going down the wrong street at the wrong time happens to fit the image of a suspect gets beaten to death, gets shot in the back. I mean, when, when someone gets shot 40 or 50 times, and it happens every week in the States, yeah. a black male or a black female, they're in the wrong place at the wrong time, and they get shot 30, 40, 50 times. I legally own weapons. Yes. I'm a decent aim. I, I, I go practice at the gun club. One or two shots will do the trick. You need to shoot somebody. You're shooting somebody 30 or 40 times. Not only do you want to murder them, you want to make a point by doing it in that way. In some countries, and I I, I want to be clear with my words here, I am not suggesting in any way, shape, or form that anyone takes the law into their own hands to try to do anything to these police officers. I pray that they are arrested. I pray that they are tried. And I pray that they are given the death penalty. If they're not given a death penalty and they go to jail, I pray huh. they get messed up and killed in jail by prisoners. It's, it's going to be but a death penalty anyway. Countries, in certain countries, when police pull shit like this, they get lynched by the mob. And when I say mob, the people. They yes. get lynched by the people. Okay? So, so uh, unfortunately, uh, maybe we're a little bit more civilized than that. But on that but note... I absolutely face the death penalty for what they did to this individual. Okay. So on that note, there's two things I want to discuss. I had a discussion with just this afternoon with a friend and you just brought it up right there. Mob. Okay. I, I, uh, my friend, and I also saw a very prominent, uh, figure in, in, on social media in the States. Okay. He is pro military, pro cops, pro USA. And he, he was talking about this video and he says, you know what I'm also disappointed in? He says, I understand these were cops and I want to know how you feel about this. And it really got me thinking, Jared. These were cops, yes. But these are cops literally committing murder. At what point should two, three, yes. four people literally intervene with these freaking cops? Jared. Well, here's my... my I know like we're opening up a can of worms here. But at what point does, does the society... At one point, does he stop being a cop? Because at this point, he's committing murder. He's not a cop anymore. He, he's no longer serving and protecting the people, which is the oath. And the one standing by, I want to remind people, and I've said it before, 
Einstein said it, Dr. Martin Luther King said it, those who stand idly by while evil is being committed are just as guilty yep. as those who are committing the evil, and I stand by those words. Yep. And I don't want to get into the whole gun debate. Uh, I'm not a fan of people who believe all guns should be taken away from law-abiding citizens, because at the end of the day, I, I legally own weapons. If I was a nut job and I wanted to commit a crime, I'm not going to use a gun that's registered in my name. I'm going to go to Cotonej, and I'm going to buy one out of a fucking box. Why Cotonej? Let's call a spade a spade. <laughs> when you abide by the law, and you are a law-abiding citizen, I don't have a criminal record. Uh, I've never been accused of anything. I pay my taxes, okay? So I don't want to get into the whole gun debate, okay? Okay. Uh, but I do want to remind people that Chicago has the strictest gun laws. They also have the highest murder rate. Because thugs kill, even when you have strict gun laws. The Second Amendment in the entire U.S. Constitution was created, and the founding fathers, I'm not going to say founding framers, like these people want me to say, well, because you're not including women. The founding <laughs> fathers were all men. They weren't any of the other 75 oh, genders you think you are, okay? The founding you, fathers you are sexist, said, Jared. Well, that's what they'll say. And even and the worst part, even though I'm standing up for black people, and I always have, I stand up for anyone who has their rights trampled on. Being a Jew, I had family that went into the goddamn gas chambers. I know what it's like. Yeah. Okay? So I will stand up for anybody who's being persecuted just because of the color of their skin, their race, their religion, or sexual orientation. Okay? I don't okay. believe in it. Okay? And I will not stand idly by it. Okay? The founding fathers said the reason we want Americans to own weapons is so if we as a government become corrupt and brutal, they have the ability to overthrow us as they should. That's why that amendment was put there. Okay? So these cops are corrupt and they are murderers. And technically, if the if they found judges, which is hard to find in the U.S. now, because most of them are goddamn corrupt and pedophiles anyways, we won't get into it. If they found honest judges in the Supreme Court and bystanders with weapons physically disarmed these police officers, legally they would have got away with it by the Constitution. So, okay? so in my opinion... yeah. If there were bystanders there who had weapons, they absolutely should have challenged the police officers. The only problem, and I admit it, is a cop who's, who's killing a, a, a man on the ground who's already handcuffed certainly will have no problem shooting innocent bystanders. Yeah. yeah. So let's call a spade a spade. It, it, there's a very fine line, but in an ideal world, bystanders would have the right to disarm and arrest those corrupt police officers. Well, it, it, it's, it was interesting uh, because he really made me think about it, and I, I never thought about that. But I did, in the back of my mind, when I was watching this disturbing video, I thought about this. You know, and even one of them was an EMT, and she was begging the cop, check his vital signs, check his vital signs. You know, she was trying. You felt like she almost wanted to jump in there and just go check his vital signs. But you had that freaking monkey just standing there and protecting, uh, God forbid, a man that's handcuffed backwards with a neck, uh, two, 250 pound, and the knee back of him is so dangerous. It, it, fucking 
angers me. It just, oh man. And and my only, I don't want to criticize the young lady, the EMT, but what I would say is she had a walkie-talkie, and she should have called nine one one and said there are police officers here murdering a handcuffed individual. Now I understand in the heat of the moment, in her defense. In the heat of the moment, she's thinking how she can possibly help this guy. I understand yeah. that. So I'm yeah. not trying to criticize her. Okay? Uh, they murdered the man. Uh, police officers get away with it every single week in the United States. Okay? It's not only, obviously, to black people. I've seen videos where they beat homeless people yeah. literally to death. For the fun Went of to it. court and got acquitted. Okay? Yeah. But generally, it is minorities, specifically black people and Latinos. It's racism. The, the, yeah, and I this... can't think of another word. It is racist thugs murdering people. And even if they thought that he had committed a crime, even a serious crime, exactly. a, a serious crime, writing a, a fake check, give me a break. <laughs> but even had he committed mm -hmm. a serious crime, I mean, I consider myself a smart man. I'm a member of Mensa. My IQ is fairly high. So I like to consider myself as someone who's not a dummy. Last time I checked, you're innocent anyways until proven guilty. Yeah. By a court of law. Yeah. So they murdered an innocent man because whether or not he committed a crime at that moment until he was proven guilty in a court of law, he was innocent. Absolutely. And it just... It brings so many things up. Um, again, with another conversation with another friend, and maybe we, we're not going to solve, you know, all of all of the problems. And you know, you, you both and I are, are Canadian; we're not American. But maybe we fail to see, and it's going to come down, unfortunately, to the color of this man's skin. But we fail maybe to comprehend or understand how deep rooted racism is in the United States. And I said to well, my most friend, people fail to understand. Yes, and I and, and I was and I was having this conversation with my 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 friend, and I said to him, I said, Stefan, but uh, I mean, apartheid. What, uh, sorry, not apartheid, but the the civil war was what a hundred years ago. More in slavery. It, it was from eighteen sixty one to eighteen sixty five. Okay, so two hundred years, so one hundred fifty years. He says, it doesn't matter, Lou. It doesn't matter because a father would teach, a grandfather would teach his father, a father would teach his kids, and so on and so forth. And it takes, I don't know how many generations does it take? And you know who better to ask the question than a Jew, right? How many generations does it freaking take to get rid of hate that in 2020, if it is the reason why this George Floyd or disproportionately Latinos and blacks die at the hands of cops. Don't tell me it's because, oh, they always resist re uh, arrest. No, because maybe disproportionately they're being stopped for no fucking reason. Whereas but you and are. I, or as white as snow, we will never be stopped for a stupid bounce check. Well, I'm a, I'm a camel jockey from the desert, so I'm not white. <laughs> but <laughs> so, but, but I, know, I get what you're saying. He, Look, it doesn't stop no matter how many generations go by, because human beings, although we have amazing qualities as human beings, <laughs> we also have disgusting qualities. Yeah. 
and one of them is fear, which leads to hatred. Okay, and 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 the problem here, and I did a post today on Facebook about it, where in my post I actually put the image of this individual that uh, that got murdered, and in one of the comments I wrote on my post, I said, "Slavery never ended; it only changed." Yeah, it only changed. So hatred in general, whether it's against blacks, Jews, Italians, discrimination Italians faced when they got off the boat. Yeah. Okay. And you heard stories. Yeah. Whether it's against those who uh, may be homosexual or lesbian or transgender. Hatred of somebody who may be different than somebody else, unfortunately, will never, ever go away. And it's sad, and it's disgusting, and it angers me. Look, I had a client, and we were just talking about it. He's a black male. And I was telling him the story about my kids. I said, look, I said one time, I grew up with people from all over the world. And I was trying to tell one of my kids, I don't remember which one. I said, look, you know, there's a nice kid in your class. I forget his name. Why don't you invite him over one day? Mm -hmm. And I couldn't remember his name. He says, Abba, who? For those of you watching, Abba means father in Hebrew. Says Abba, who? Couldn't remember his name, but I know that the kid is a black kid. Okay. I said, the black kid in your class, what is his name? My son looked at me, and again, I don't remember which one, but I remember him saying, what do you mean black? He didn't understand what black was, because I teach my kids that color means nothing. The, but but you, you, so you don't I grow up, you don't grow up, you don't grow up with hatred. Has a bit darker skin. Yes. Oh, I know who you're talking about now. <laughs> Yeah. So you're right. It comes down to education. Yes. And how we and how we teach our children. And most people, whether it's fear, whether it's hatred, whether it's anger, will always look for a scapegoat. They'll yes. always look for a of scapegoat. Of course. Just just like just I get like it all the time. I've met people for the first time. Well, Jared, so just what bank do you own? So what the fuck you mean? What bank do I own? Yeah. Why aren't you a Jew? Well, if I own a bank, I'd like to see some of those dividends because I'm in debt. So I don't know what bank you're talking about. Or or which which mob family do I run? Because I'm Sicilian. Hundred percent. You must you have know, heard that a hundred times. Ooh, it's too many to count. If I had a if I had a. And the worst part is some of these people who are racist. If you didn't know they were racist and you were just having a regular conversation, they might otherwise seem like semi-intelligent people. It's not just hillbillies yeah. living in the mountains. It's professors, oh, teachers, sure. judges, lawyers, yeah. doctors. It is a sickness. It is uh, not to put down, I don't want to compare it to those unfortunately who suffer from cancer. I have family members who died of cancer. It's like a cancer, this hatred, yes, this racism, and it spreads, and it doesn't matter what treatment you throw at it, human beings, unfortunately, don't always look inward to find their good qualities. Unfortunately, sometimes the bad qualities come out. So unfortunately, I fear to tell you, I'm not sure this hatred ever goes away. Um, so the question is, what do you do about it? I'm that, going to keep my mouth shut because generally in any society, 
the only way to overthrow a corrupt regime is to overthrow. Yeah. But, it's to overthrow a corrupt regime. But I'm not I'm not even looking at it at the macro level in terms of governments. I'm looking at the micro level here. Um I, I just, you know, after hundreds of years and, and you know the civil war and slavery and it just it really it it it's it's it boggles my mind how hatred and um racism still exists and whereas you said it you said it perfectly uh racism just changed in its format apartheid and, and everything changed in its format because you look at the population of um of black americans in jail they represent i think uh 50 or 75 percent whereas in population in how prison, many of them accused on top of it Exactly. That's that's or, or just for 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 smoking some some marijuana. He, and here, you know, it's legal. You could go buy it at the corner store because it's financial service. But they're in jail for it but because they colored the that. skin. Not, not and and, and I just I just I just. Child. Well, yes, that, that yeah. Let's don't don't get me started. But what I just wanted to finish my thought was that you know they they represent fifty or seventy five percent of of prison um, populations. Whereas they represent what 10, 15% of the American population. Give so give or take this, it's, it's so disproportionate. It, it's evident. Uh, it's especially prisons being uh, a business. That's another story in itself. That's another show we could do. Uh, we could do millions of them, but it, it really, it saddens me. And I know that we're not going to, we're not going to solve it, but I just, I, I can't believe that we're still seeing this. 2020 any type of racism whether it be sexual preference color of your skin your religion your language your belief um you know even here in quebec sometimes i mean we let's face it we we you know anglophones we're we're whatever we are um you know we don't have a bad i'm not gonna you know don't let me sound like a martyr here but uh, um it, it it's 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 disheartening to see that you know Still to this day, and I really can't wait to see what happens with these cops. I don't know it, because if, can I if, can I tell you why it's yeah. still at the level that it is? Yeah, and why I look at it from a macro perspective. Yeah, and I don't mean to mix what's currently going on with this COVID nineteen, but mm -hmm. I, I want to bring a parallel for a second, okay? Okay, and you may agree to disagree on this one. Which okay. that's the name of the show, anyway. Yeah, exactly. The media. The entertainment industry, and to some extent, the governments purposely feed into the hatred. Why? They, they don't show you on CNN or CBC or other networks black individuals graduating from Harvard. From Montreal. Yeah. They show you black gangbangers. I told somebody today, and the reason I'm going to tie it in for a second just to the COVID-19. If you never heard the word COVID-19 in the media, mm -hmm. ever, you never saw people walking around with masks, can you honestly tell me you would think something was different from regular flu season? No, you wouldn't. People aren't dropping dead as they walk down the street. The media has fed into a fear. So you hear the word COVID-19, you get paranoid, 
Yes. The same media pushes racism and pushes hatred for two reasons. Yeah, and that's what I was going to ask you. This is why I always want to know why. Why? Very simple. Is it Number one, it sells. Okay. It okay. sells. The same reason that the big corporations and the governments fund both sides of the war. Because it sells. Okay, can, can I just... Can, can I just say something? Just, just, just on that first reason. Okay, it sells. I agree with you. What I don't agree with you, and maybe you might even agree with me, is I personally love watching feel-good stories. And let me give you an example, and I'm going to tie it in to why I disagree with that. Or maybe, no, not that I disagree with it. But, and I'm thinking, I'm not the only one. I'm sure a lot of people love feel-good stories. So there's a show, a CBC, CBS Sunday morning show. I love this show. My sisters told me to watch this show. And they just talk about different everyday stories. And they're always good feel stories, feel good stories, doing good in the community. And it's always good. It's all, and I, I just watch that show and I feel so good. So, sure. and this is one of the longest running and most successful shows. So it sells. They're not selling violence. They're not selling lies. They're not selling hatred. So, but what are the most popular shows and movies? Violence, Sons of Anarchy. Yes, uh, what was the one that everyone was talking about with the dragons? And Ga Game, of Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, violence, war, Vikings, Peaky Blinders, all the mob movies. So violence, good, violence, war, drugs, yep. cells. More than anything else. But okay. it's it's make-believe. Yeah, you're right. But is it make-believe? Those shows are make-believe. Whether it's make-believe or not, people want to see it. Why do people watch, uh, what are those shows called? Reality shows. Most reality shows aren't feel-good stories. No, you're right. You're Most right. of them, people are getting cheated on, yeah. beaten, killed. They Disaster. try to lose 200 pounds, they end up gaining it back. Yeah. Most reality shows people watch because a lot of people have trouble with issues in their own life. Yes. It's easier to look at someone else's misery to forget your own. Okay? Absolutely. Let's put that aside for a second. Let's focus on the second reason they do it. Okay. The Art of War by Lao Tzu. Yes. I'm not sure if you ever read the book. Uh, I haven't. I, I, have I do. Quite a military background. Okay. The easiest way. Okay. The easiest way to control a people. And anyone who tells me that government is not in the business of controlling people, I'm very, very sorry. Incorrect. The word government comes from gubernare, which is Latin, which actually translates in Latin to mind control. Let me leave that there for a second. Okay. And as a buddy of mine, Eugene, would say, hold that. And know that, my friend. Now, <laughs> when you push hatred and racism, you ensure that people are divided. And we were talking just before about the only way to overthrow a corrupt system is for the people to unite and overthrow a corrupt system. A people cannot overthrow a corrupt system if they're fighting themselves. If they're busy hating each other. Yeah, you're Never right. Forget. Okay. And again, yeah. I don't want to get into the gun debate. 
The first thing that Hitler did, one of the first laws he passed, was to make weapons illegal for the German citizens. Stalin did it in Russia. Castro did it in Cuba. Idi Amin did it in Uganda. Pol Pot did it in, in Cambodia, and the list goes on. Yep. Mao did it in China. You want to know what they all have in common? Hundreds of millions of dead civilians who couldn't fight back because they had no weapons. Dictators. My point being, yeah. My point being, a people divided, a people at war with each other, a people who find reasons to hate each other can be easily controlled and manipulated. Yes. Because a people, so that's why the media and the entertainment industry feeds into the hatred and the division. Can you imagine just one second? I spent time in Israel. I don't want to get into the politics. You know how many Palestinian friends I had over there? We used to eat together. We used to party together. Most people are at peace over there. The world loves to see war in the Middle East. Why? A, because you could sell weapons to both sides. Yeah, exactly. But B, can you imagine what the Jews and all the Arab nations unite and come together? Well, the Excuse likelihood... Who, fu who fucks with them then? The likelihood of that happening, Jared... It's pretty much why? yeah I, I agree with you but why i know for a fact that 99 percent of the people love each other they're at peace with each other so why well it's because it's, god forbid they should ever come together mm -hmm. they pose a threat they can't be controlled and manipulated and abused so look maybe i'm wrong but my history has shown me that the easiest way to control any population did the government ask you if you wanted to pay all the taxes you pay? <laughs> We're really going to get into that? No, but what happens if you don't? Well, you go to jail. Or you're fined. So are you not controlled? Of course. You have a SIN number, a social insurance number? Are yeah. you not controlled? Listen, the great... Are you, are you, are you free? No. Are you the, truly free? The great George Carlin said it perfectly. We have the illusion of choice. We don't have a choice. I can't choose whether or not to pay taxes. I can't choose whether or not I want to pay my mortgage on time if I want to live in this house that the bank owns until I'm 100 years old. At exorbitant rates on top of it. <laughs> no, call National Bank for 2.24%, five years fixed. <laughs> yeah, I was going to. There you go. Yeah. And remember what Stalin said. Joseph Stalin said. And I'm going to put on, I have a bit of a Russian background, okay? I found me mm -hmm. from Russia. So I'm going to put on my fake Russian accent here, okay? <laughs> you need it's the vodka. not important. It's not important. Who votes? What is important is who counts the votes. <laughs> like when, <laughs> oh God, we're going to go there. When Bush won or when... When our friend in Florida, Trump I get it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So that's where I'm coming from when I say that the reason this never ends. Okay? Because look at the media. Now, new normal. Every every channel you turn on, we have to live with a new normal. First of all, I never signed up for a new fucking normal. <laughs> Take your new normal and shove it up your ass, number one. <laughs> but every every two minutes, new normal, new normal. We're gonna live with the new normal. Screw your new normal, but okay. Can you imagine if the media, instead of telling you new normal, new normal, new normal, 
was telling you, stop racism. We're all one. We're all equal. We all bleed red. We all have the same God. We're all human. We all have a soul. If it would be repeated often enough, the same way they repeat things that make us scared. Yep. We might have a chance. When's the last time you saw it repeated on the news over and over again that we're all the same, we're all equal? Oh, nonstop. 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 They never repeat it on the yeah. news. They never say we're all the same and equal. Yeah. We have natives. Yeah. Natives oh, that wow. still don't have clean drinking water. We, we, we have natives that live in, in, in squalor. Okay, for, for lack of a, point. for lack of a better term. Uh, but that, well, that again, normal, new normal, new normal, new normal, new yeah. normal, new normal, new normal, but screw the natives, screw the blacks, screw P. If the media would focus on love and togetherness and unity and Hollywood would come out with movies about love, peace and unity, instead of fucking aliens coming down from the sky and shitting on your salad. Okay. <laughs> we might have a chance. I love those feel-good movies, man. I'm telling you, I'm a sap. I do love them. Which those one? Lo you love the feel-good movies where the alien shits on your side. No, no, I love both. I love the violence, but I love the feel-good movies too. Why can't we have both? Why? This is why I'm I staying. I told you why. I know. Because I know, Jared. If all the movies were feel-good, there'd be less hatred. Yeah. Less racism. Okay. Cops do what they did to this man because they know they're gonna get away with it. And that's and that's the scariest part, Jared. That's the scariest that's part point. because I'm telling you that's right now, I have a feeling this one because I've seen the reactions. These guys, for whatever reason, and God knows, they'll freaking get off on some technicality. They will literally turn that city upside down. I'm I don't know, man. And you know what? Again, I'm not encouraging it, but I'll tell you one thing: I won't shed a tear if that's what happens. Oh, neither would I. Neither would I. But. What I really wanted to talk to you about was this is something that we... Oh, you mean we're only getting started. <laughs> we're only getting started. This is something that we, we do totally disagree on, okay? Which is great because I want to, again, want to try to understand in the context of that we're living in right now, obviously, uh, with um, this whole COVID-19 bullshit. I just am so fed up of even saying the word, I'll be honest with you. Something that I, and I keep repeating myself, is this undeniable hate. And let me just finish my argument before you, you chime in here, please. This I already know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know, I know you do. This undeniable hate for, for Bill Gates. So here is my the way I see it, okay? I see that are we so jaded that... We can't believe, and not just necessarily you, but I know a lot of people feel the same way. We can't possibly believe that a second or first most richest man in the world. Uh, on paper, he's number yeah. two behind. On Jeff paper, Bezos yeah. Retired from Microsoft and started the Bill and uh, Nancy, I think, Gates Foundation. Melinda. Uh, Melinda, excuse me. To basically... Uh, make it his life's work to uh, help solve third world problems. So one of the one of the foundation's uh, projects is in Africa, where basically they give them uh, portable toilets with functioning uh, toilets 
that apparently these open toilets were causing malaria and other diseases. So this solves a huge problem for them. So um, once again, so this is just one thing. So I, 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 my thing is the world's reaction about Bill Gates not being able to believe that this guy could possibly retire and make this as his life uh, mission to solve these problems because he is very intelligent, extremely There's intelligent, no yeah, self-taught in many things. Um, and just like Elon Musk, for example, self-taught rocket scientist for all intents and purposes. Um, By the way, Elon Musk is not a big fan of Bill Gates. He actually know, despises the man. I know that. I know that. I, I was. I wasn't ma making the relation between the two. But I just. I'm just talking. So this is the point that gets to me: is that people we so jaded as as a as a world that we can't believe that Bill Gates doesn't have alternative motives and that he does need more money and that he does need more power. So th okay. this is... And I, you know I, what? I, That's yeah. a good question. And I like the way you phrase your question. Okay. And I'm going to try to give you an honest opinion. I don't want to give you an opinion, a preset opinion about the man. I don't want to talk just for myself. I'm not a fan of Bill Gates. Okay? Okay. At all. Why? Uh, I'm not a stupid man, and, and I think we could agree maybe doing what I do for a living. Maybe I see things that some people don't see. People pay me to see things that they don't see. But okay. not everybody, but not everybody has not everybody has that. Um, so let's not, put that on the side. Yeah. Let me just counter what you said. Is the world jaded 100%? Yeah. But we're speaking about Bill Gates. There are people in power who have a shitload of money who are fantastic people. Let's not forget something. And anything I tell you is not a conspiracy or made up. I'm not going to talk to you about chips and vaccine, which he himself said he wants to do. Let's put that aside. 1999, the most hated man in the world was Bill Gates. He was sued by the U.S. government and lost an antitrust lawsuit. They forced him to give up the control that he had on his company. Yes. He was the closest thing to a filthy criminal without being labeled a criminal. Now, but, just but, hold, like Rockefeller but is it, did, is on, it so finish. bad, though? Yeah. You asked me a question as to why people don't like Bill Gates. Okay. You're making him sound like he's an angel. The guy's a no. fucking beast. No, 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 no. No, okay. Hold on. Just like Rockefeller did, when your reputation sucks and you have money, you hire the best PR people you can hire to make you look good. Bill, yeah. I suggest you and your wife start a foundation. Okay. So 20 years later, okay, people forget that he was sued by the U.S. government, one of the only people ever sued by the U.S. government and lost an antitrust lawsuit for having a monopoly in a crooked way. Okay? Okay. And I have heard you say that when you have a lot of money, you never need more. My experience has shown me the opposite. But does it the diminish? More money someone has generally the more that they want. Now hold on. Okay. Bill Gates himself, and I'm not taking this as some people would call the YouTube school of science. I'm <laughs> taking it out of Bill Gates' own mouth on an interview a few weeks ago on CNBC. Now the yeah. man openly in several interviews has said the world should be at half a billion people max. Okay. We're not even talking about vaccines here. The world would be better at half a billion people. Just let me leave that with you. The guy goes on CNBC and the woman reporter says, Bill, you can find the interview. It's all over the place. Mm -hmm. Bill, I got to ask you, 
You've invested $10 billion of your own money in vaccines over the last 10 years. Yes. It's a lot of money to invest. Okay. She says, I'm sorry to ask you the question, but I got to ask it. How much are you going to make? Mm-hmm. You know what his answer was? And I dare anybody watching this, okay? I dare anybody watching this who thinks they're a smart ass to try to prove me wrong. And the interview was everywhere and he was foaming at the mouth laughing when he said it on top of it. He said, I expect to make $20 for every $1 I put into that vaccine. So she said, you mean you're going to make $200 billion? Foaming at the mouth. Yeah. So I don't buy for one fucking second. The guy gives a shit. Portable toilets are nice. And I applaud the man for doing it. I could dislike someone. I dislike a lot of people. But if you do something good, I'll be the first one to pat you on the back and say, God bless you for helping those people. But I don't buy for one second. He gives a shit. I've been to Africa. I don't know if you have. I've spoken to people who got his goddamn vaccine. Okay? They can't stand the man over there. But put that aside. The man stands to make $200 billion, meaning $190 billion profit off of this COVID-19 vaccine, which has no proof it's even going to work anyways. So your question was, are we jaded? Maybe. But yeah. maybe we have reason to not trust the man who lost the lawsuit to the U.S. government and stands to make $190 billion profit. You follow okay. me? I, I do follow you. And... and, and... I agree with you on some stuff and I and I disagree with you on others because how I see it is does his good work be forgotten because he lost in an antitrust suit everyone did it Walmart for all intents and purposes did it Apple's done it companies are always going to try to find the upper hand when he was in business so am I going to is that going to erase the good that he's done and you know what and he has done a lot and even if he does make $200 billion, $190 billion, we live in a capitalist society. I'm all I'm saying, all I'm saying is I think some of the hate towards him for me is unfounded. And I don't think you I, might be right. But and you no, might be right. I, there's there's no right or wrong, Jared. There's no right or wrong. There, there is no, everyone's no, but you might be. Okay. But where we can agree, and I can agree that maybe the man's done good things. Yeah. I know some very bad people. I have some clients who've done some very, very bad things. But, but they've, they've done... also done some very good things. Yeah. So we can agree that maybe the man has done some good things. But I think we could also agree that we shouldn't put the man on a fucking pedestal. Because no. he's also done bad things. Yes. And people will do anything for money. Just like in the U.S., the hospitals that are making a fortune off of the ventilators, which is now out in the open. When I said yeah. it two months ago, Jared, you're nuts. They never put people on ventilators to make $40,000. Now it's out in the open that they're actually doing it to make money. Yeah. My point being is the man might have done some good things, but I think it's fair that people should question his motives. Whether should... right or wrong, whether right we... or wrong, the man has given us enough reason. Okay? The, the polio vaccine was invented by, and, and I'm not against the polio vaccine here, mm-hmm. Okay. The one we have now, maybe, but the one back then saved a lot of lives. The man who invented it was a Jewish doctor named Jonas Salk. Okay? Mm-hmm. Jonas Salk patented the polio vaccine, meaning it belonged to him. 
Yes. He didn't charge a penny for the vaccine. Yeah, I read up on that. He saved lives, and it's estimated that back then, he could have made the equivalent today of 10 to $20 billion that he charged money. So I know, Jared. I question his motive? No, because the man really wanted to save lives and not make a penny. For a man who's worth over $100 billion, to foam with the mouth, thinking about making another $200 billion, well, fuck it. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so there's but a difference you... between someone who does it for the good of humanity and someone who might help you humanity but says, I'm going to fuck him in the process while I'm doing but, it. But hold on a second. Why, see, why does it have to be black or white? Why can't there be that gray? Why can't, you know, this, this leads me, and we, before I brought up Elon Musk, okay? He, he made it. But here we had the same situation. I don't know if you remember, and I remember, I was foaming at the mouth, when that soccer team uh, in Peru or something were caught in a uh, cave. Yes. And it was it became flooded. Yes. Elon Musk. Wasn't it in Thailand, maybe? May, yes, possibly Thailand, okay? I can El, Yeah. Elon Musk said, hey, guys, I want to help. I'm going to send my engineers and what he called a capsule that's oh, going like to send down a mini submarine that I've been working on. I've been testing it. He did tests. They gave him the measurements. He paid for the entire excursion, sent his engineers and himself there, and used this. So this is how I'm going to tie in Bill Gates with Elon Musk. I was hearing negative comments about this. What money is he going to make? What is he going to sell mini submarines? The guy is offering a service. And you know what? If he turns around and he saves these kids and then next week sells 100 million of those units and makes $100 billion, I got no fucking problem with it. Why is it always this jade, jadedness? Why can't we have both? We live in a capitalist society. No one's going to do anything for free nowadays. It's those same idiots, Jared, and we've had this discussion. Same idiots that say, Jared, you know what? I need your services, but I have no money. Oh, what? So what? My kid's not supposed to eat because you have no money, but because I have a service or a gift that I could give to you, but I have to give it to you for free, but I'm going to starve. And as you know, I've still helped a lot of those people who didn't have any money to pay me. I know okay. you do, Jared. I know you do. But how long could you do that? In today's materialistic, you can't. The point where I, have, I can't buy groceries 100%. But so I agree with you. But your question was, why is there a hatred for Bill Gates? So I'm simply explaining why there's a lot of people who feel that maybe the man has, has, has an ulterior motive. Now, yeah. Elon Musk, in that case you're saying about, like I said, I don't agree with everything Elon Musk does. And believe me, I like a lot of the things the man does. But believe me, he's also got an ulterior motive, okay? Oh, he's um, got a lot of shit. I mean, with artificial intelligence, he's working on some shit you can't even imagine. I can't. <laughs> I'm one of those people who can't imagine. Wow, okay? man. Okay. Anyway. I know, exact, I know exactly what he's working on. And it's his satellites up there, okay? So let's... I'm well aware of that, okay? Okay. What you said after is accurate. Why does it have to be black and white? Why can't there be a gray area? Yeah. My point about Bill Gates is I think it's healthy that there be a gray area. That's my point. Okay. Okay. We could, we, okay. We could I, agree I on that. I can't condemn anybody. 
I can't condemn anyone who is doing something that makes an actual difference for society. And people have a right to make money by doing so. Yes. I agree a thousand percent. All I'm trying to say in answer to your question is it's not black and white with Bill Gates. There's a lot of gray area, just like there is with Elon Musk, just like there is with the government. I told someone just today, and I'll say it, I don't care what type of slack I get for this. I will trust, maybe not necessarily a lot of the newer generation, but if you go back to the old school, we were talking about the mafia. If you go back yeah. to the old school mafia, I would trust them any day. Yeah, because there was, there was honor. Over my government. There was honor. There was honor. What's that? There was honor. But did you hear what I said? I I I, I, trust I, I the old school mom. Yeah. Over my government. I I, I agree. I know things that the government is doing. Let me just give you one example, if I may. And I sure. don't want to get into the subject unless you really want to. Okay. It's a favorite subject I know of yours, uh, a close friend of ours, and other people. Five G. Okay. Okay. Five G, like anything, like money, like technology, can be used for good. Yes. 5G, the purpose is to have a fast service. Yes. Right? Yeah. But because of my background, never mind that I talked to Evan, because of the background I have, connection to military, uh, police, and other, which I'm not going to talk about. Yeah. I know for a fact that if you ask anyone who's been in the military in many countries, they will tell you that 5G has been around for over 20 years. Okay? Okay. And 5G has been used as a weapon for over 20 years, mainly to disperse the crowd. Now, in its pure form, you have fast internet. 5G, the danger of 5G, and I, and I challenge anyone who thinks they're smart listening to this podcast or watching it, because they could watch and listen, to actually... Take the time and grow a pair and actually research what I'm about to say. 5G can be amped up. I myself have been in situations where I would have been able, had I chose to do so, to amp it up to a point where I could have fried the brains of the protesters across the street. Do you hear what I'm telling you? Yes. Yes. So when people tell me conspiracy 5G, it's been used as a weapon for over 20 years. It's not a, a, a conspiracy. It's a fact. Why do I bring this up? It's not to get into the whole 5G debate. No, we're not. And I, I, but, I, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna say something after, and I'm not gonna uh, try to 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 even argue that are that because I, I I can't. I have, there's I haven't done any research. The I, point I, want I was make, not there. The point I want to make is not about 5G. It's about in every situation, it is healthy to question. It yes. is healthy to look into a background, whether it's Bill Gates, whether it's Elon Musk, whether it's 5G. The healthiest thing in the world is for an intelligent mind to say, okay, is there anything more to what we're being told. And that's my point about anything. Absolutely. Bill Gates, 5G, Elon Musk, 
the Boston Bruins, whatever you want. <laughs> oh, open right. conversation. Open your eyes. Do your homework. Have your opinion. And I'm just going to say one thing that I found, and I'm going to tie this into your 5G, and I'm glad you did bring it up. And I'm not going to argue about, but, and I, I know you're going to agree with me on this, is that with any type of power, whether it be physical power or, or uh, government power or a, a something like 5G, could be used for good and bad, correct? Just like money can be used for good or bad. That's right. So that's right. You so, can feed the homeless or you can get greedy and profit. Yeah. So what I came across this story, which was just completely amazing, what 5G is going to allow is, and this is in its purest, most unbelievable form, it will allow a doctor to perform a surgery on a patient that's in another country because the 5G is so precise so basically, if I understood this correctly, the doctor will wear gloves that will uh, with transmitters on them, and he will uh, almost perform a surgery on something in Montreal without having to move offices for somebody in India dying of some rare disease, and the only specialist is here in Montreal. And the machine there is going to basically do all the movements and perform the surgery. So... I, f I found this completely illuminating and just unbelievable how powerful this could be. But of course, like with any, any technology or any type of power could be used in good or bad, like you said before, in money. And, and I that. agree but with you when it's used for the right reasons, but it all comes down to the same thing. And let's go back to these bastard police officers we discussed at the beginning. <laughs> We're going to end it with they the beginning. Have a yeah. badge, they have a badge and a gun. Yeah. Are they using their mandate? and their power to actually serve and protect or to terrorize. So where I get nervous with whether it's 5G, any other technology such as AI, or someone who's delivering a vaccine, it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. What it's going to come down to is in whose hands is it being used? And how is it being? And I think on this we can agree with anything. We have to be very careful who we trust. With great power comes great responsibility. Absolutely. And if yep. we go based on most governments in the world, these are people who have been put in a position of power. I think we can agree there are some good politicians, but I think we could agree. I don't know if I could say more often than not, but certainly it's at a minimum half and half. I think a lot of the times governments use the power they have not to better the people. They use it to fill their own pockets. You know what, Jared? You know what I miss? And I'm going to end it almost on one of my favorite quotes of one of my favorite politicians. Oh, you agree with me or you disagree with me? I agree, and, and I agree with you. Yes, of course. And I'm going to tie so this that's in. that's my point about uh, anything. Absolutely. And I'm going to tie this in with one of my favorite quotes from one of my real polit favorite politicians when politicians were real politicians they stood Please for something my man, sir winston churchill. it is sir winston churchill and he says my man. if right. you if you do not have any enemies and this is all going to tie in all we discussed today and what jared's been saying what i've been saying by questioning everything and standing up for something like those people standing up for that person poor george floyd that was murdered if you do not have any enemies that means you did not stand for anything in your life, guys. So, God, I love Sir Winston Churchill. Uh, 
so what I'm saying here, what we're here saying, and we are disagreeing on many things, okay? Not, maybe not that many, actually, that I thought, but... We, we agree disagree. with a lot more than we disagree. Exactly. So what we're saying is, like Sir Winston, the great Sir Winston Churchill says, guys, you got you to gotta do your own research. You got to stand for what is right. Question what is not right. What you think is it's something not kosher here. I got to throw the kosher in for, for Jared. But something's not right. Kosher ham and cheese sandwich, right? <laughs> yeah. Something is not right. And Sir Winston Churchill had it spot on, guys. Because you know why? I remember, and I'm sure Jared's going to tell me a story. I remember when I was doing my podcast to Tony Richo. You know how many enemies I had? You know how many hate mail or comments I had? And you know what? I didn't care because that means that I touched a chord. I touched a chord. I stood up for something. I called out something at least. I'm not saying I changed the world. But maybe if I got to one or two people, maybe make someone open their eyes. Maybe I stood for something. So this is why I started this show again. And I'm sure Jared's going to tell me he's got plenty of enemies too, which means that you stand for something. And, and, and in agreement with you, that's why whether right or wrong, people can decide... Uh, I have certain views and certain opinions, and I've always told people, I've begged people, I've done videos. You remember I did videos yeah. a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, where I just told people, please just don't believe what you're being told. Question it and make up your own mind. Because if one or two people, as you said, wake up and say, you know what, this doesn't make sense, or this doesn't make sense. More and more people start saying something is, is not right here, okay? Things change, Yeah. okay? And I always tell people, whether right or wrong, to put down anyone. And I get sad when I see someone putting down conspiracy theorists, okay? Because would people actually do some research, research they might find, maybe not everything's a conspiracy theory. And as I said before, Noah was a conspiracy theorist and so started to rain. <laughs> Moses was a conspiracy theorist. Abraham was a conspiracy theorist when he destroyed his father's statues and said, there's one God. We shouldn't worship a statue. Mm -hmm. Jesus was a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So my point well, is in life, we could be wrong. Things I say or you say, we're not always right. We make no, mistakes. No, absolutely. But it certainly would make sense in a healthy way to at least question and research everything we're, be told, we're told. And I want to just say one thing. I don't believe everything I see on the news or on the internet. But when someone says, yeah, well, you got it on YouTube. Well, if someone is censored, and let's not even get into the whole censoring. I feel like I'm in Nazi Germany. Every time there's an opinion different from the government or from the World Health Organization, it gets taken down. Yeah. And not people like me, doctors, scientists. Let's yep. not get into it. Yep. Anyone who agrees that censorship is good, I remind them, maybe right now they're not censoring you, but one day it will be you that they censor. No way, Fuck. man. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was the same. So that was, my yeah. point is, it's, if I can get my information on YouTube, it's because the mainstream media isn't showing it. Wouldn't it be nice to have a debate between, let's say, Elon Musk and Bill Gates? Yeah. I'd love Why it. Why don't we see it? How come Elon Musk gets, gets censored? How come doctors who have one opinion get censored, but doctors with another opinion don't? 
Don't yeah, the people deserve a it, debate? That's very worrisome, honestly, since since this new thing. And now just looking up one of the George Floyd videos, it was it was taken, taken down, down by YouTube. Like how what? What what can what Did community you know standards are we look, talking about here? The CEO of YouTube, I forget her name, the CEO of YouTube said, anyone who does a video on YouTube who tells people to boost their immune system like I do, I'm a shaman. Yeah. There's natural ways to make sure you never get sick, okay? Yeah. If she said, if you tell people to take vitamin C and zinc, I'm going to take down your video. Does that make sense to you? No, it doesn't make sense. So it's just what? What are it, they hiding? It, it, so what it, are they hiding? Well, it doesn't make sense because the ultimate one is when when uh, Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO and founder of Facebook, gets called in Congress, and Congress is telling him that is your responsibility, your responsibility to make sure that everything is posted on Facebook is fact checked. Are you fucking kidding me? But hold on, not only that, uh, who's fact checking it? Some oh, guy eating potato. Hold on. Some exactly. guy eating potato chips while he masturbates in his parents' basement. <laughs> He's fact checking something that, that or, a doctor who won a Nobel Peace Prize is saying. Or 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 some or some some office in India in fucking Calcutta is doing some fact fact checking. You. It's the I, same guy in Calcutta. Who's making the mask they tell you to wear that's on the floor with the cockroaches, yeah. telling you it's going to protect you? It's the same guy who's fact checking stuff that doctors and scientists are putting. So when someone tells me, well, did you get your stuff from the YouTube School of Science? Where the fuck else am I going to get it? They censored everything else. Yeah. What do you want well, me to do? And now we're going to get censored on that. Now YouTube's being censored too. So where the hell are we gonna, we're going to go into Quick this? Story before you go, and I'm yeah. sure and people are fed up already. <laughs> I wanted to do a podcast. I wanted to do a podcast myself on a follow-up to a Corona podcast I did. Okay. The guy who does it for me, because I'm not technically sound, I'm not good with this stuff. Mm -hmm. He comes, he records me, fixes it up, he yeah. edits it. It was the first time in his life where he said, it ain't working. I said, what do you mean? He said, it's as if they erased everything on my computer. And five minutes earlier, we were talking about recording me doing a podcast on the coronavirus. It was the only time in his life he said, I don't get it. it. It makes no sense. I came here ready. It's as if they erased everything from my laptop. So I understand. Well, who knows? Maybe they more, we won't even make YouTube tonight. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Hey, look at these two guys from Montreal. They're asking the people to think and to fact check and to <laughs> do their own research. Oh, you could you imagine? So yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not, at the end of the day, we agree on many things. And I found that when you actually have a conversation with people, you find you have more in common than things that you don't have yeah. in common. Absolutely. And maybe people watching and listening to this will say, you know what? Let's not judge people. As you yourself said, and I, I applaud you and thank you for saying it. Let's take the time to find out where someone is coming from. Maybe they know something or they have a perspective we haven't yet seen. And as we discussed before, there's three sides to every story. Yeah. Your side, my side, and somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And the truth. <laughs> What's the truth nowadays? Who knows? So, uh, and we don't. 
Yeah, we don't. Be before I forget, uh, just on the screen here, Louis, our good friend, uh, Louis Malakria says, hello, boys. He said it earlier. So, hi, Louis. Thanks for, hey, for Louis. checking out our show. Really appreciate it. Uh, Jared, tell us, uh, besides your website, uh, jaredheavensmessenger.com, uh, you mentioned your podcast before. Why don't you give that a shout out to as well? Where could they, where could they get your, your, uh, your, uh, your podcast is on my website. I have a podcast page. Okay. Okay. Uh, my book as well. I have a, a section on my website called author. If anyone's interested in getting my book. Okay. And, uh, look, the reason I wrote the book, I'm not making any money off it, to be honest. I self-published it with Amazon and they take more than half off the bat anyways. <laughs> so, uh, I did it for the same reason that you're doing the podcast. Maybe someone reading my book finds something of interest. They learn something. They read something that maybe brings a positive spin to their life. Yeah. It's worth it. Absolutely. On that note, okay. guys, um, thank you so much. Whoever uh, is, is watching that watch tonight, we're going to be sharing it on all our social media platforms um guys reach out to jared he's a great guy honestly as you can see and jared uh from the bottom of my heart buddy i wanted to thank you so much for joining me this has been great it's been fun we're definitely gonna do a follow-up uh, show on this and uh i really appreciate it and uh, let me uh, say one last thing before yeah. you sign off yep i'd invite everybody here watching and listening to a barbecue uh, but we're told we can only have 10 people. <laughs> I figure that the 11th person will bring the coronavirus. So <laughs> I can't invite everyone for, for a barbecue, uh, but when they actually come to some sense and tell us something that makes sense instead of making it up every goddamn day, everyone's welcome to come for a barbecue, bring cigars, bring whiskey, hop in the pool. We're good to go. Awesome. Jared, thanks again, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, God bless. Take care, everyone. God bless you. Thank you, my man. Thanks for listening to the Agree to Disagree show. Make sure you like, subscribe, and tell all your friends about it. Until next time.